I'm in tune, 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 I'm in
in my future. <laughs> oh, wow. Not the scooter chair. <laughs> Goodness gracious. You know, they sending me. They sending me flyers and everything already, Carrie. You know, my mom oh. doesn't even get these type of flyers or emails, but I do. So that's that's fine. Are you gonna have that oh, chair installed that goes up the railing and all that? You know, Carrie, I would have to move because my stairs is fifty something steps up to my house. So oh. I would definitely yeah. have to move <laughs> to get that installed. And then, then there's always that tub that you walk into, but we'll stop there. <laughs> That's like, anybody who wants to donate, I'm gonna start a GoFundMe for that tub tonight. But it's yeah. not about us tonight, Carrie. It's about you and all that okay. you do. Well, so, Sharice, I'm gonna let you take it away, my love. Okay, I want to welcome everyone to tonight's show, where I have the pleasure of interviewing Carrie D. Singleton. Now, many have come into this entertainment business, and I could personally say that I have never met a more genuine person as this man here. And by the way, (laughs) I am also quoting Pamela Long of Total. I 100% agree with her. I had the pleasure of being interviewed by him in 2017. Now, the people that know me know that I am a serious introvert. So when I walked into (laughs) his show, I was shaking and I was nervous. And I guess you must have noticed it. Come on now. You know you had to give me that hug. Cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> you were fine. You had you know chicken. So you didn't have a damn thing to worry about. You had chicken on the back. He's a hot mess. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, he just has that personality that just calms you right down. And oh. I have to tell you that, you know, I actually had the pleasure of watching his biography and when I tell you that this man right here has not only kicked down barriers, but he has literally stomped on him, on them to make a name for himself. And Thank he's you. the type of person that has never shied away from anything that most people would just say, you know what, forget it, I'm done. I'm not doing this no more. But enough mm-hmm. talking about him. I'm going to let him speak for, for himself. So, Carrie, can you give the listeners a little background about you? Well, first and foremost, uh, thank you, Miss P and Sharice, for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, Sharice, I want some chicken. I want some chicken. <laughs> I want some chicken. I got your cookbooks, but I just can't do it. Uh, congratulations, by the way, on your restaurant. I need to come up there ASAP. And, uh, oh, guess what? I'm not there anymore, so don't worry about it. Uh, Okay, where where can I get the chicken? Uh, I'm bringing it to you, darling. Okay, there we go. Now I'm I'm newly diabetic, type two, so you know, be easy on me. But at any rate, um, again, I just want to thank you guys for having me on the show. It really, really means a lot to me to um to have an opportunity to be on the other side of the microphone. I'm, I don't I'm not really sure what to say. I just uh, you know, a little guy from Boston that uh just kind of felt like he had a uh more more to do than than uh than to be a local guy. You know, just no disrespect or shade to those who, you know, are okay with mm-hmm. being in a little pond, but I needed I needed frankly to swim in a big ocean and that that was that was that. So in ninety six I moved to New York City, a move I had wanted to make for many, many years before ninety six. Some had even said when I was in middle school I was talking about 
how I wanted to be able to live on a street where I could see the Empire State Building. So, um, yeah, in 96, I, I moved. and uh, But it wasn't an easy journey moving from Boston to New York City, uh, you know, living alone for the first time and realizing, hey, well, if I don't pay my rent, I get kicked out. That's how this works. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, okay. I'm living in mom's house. I didn't, you know, what a lot of people don't know is that when I moved to New York, not only was that a big move because I was moving to a, a bigger city with, uh, you know, uh, with a lot more opportunities, but it was the first time I had ever been outside of my mother's house. So washing my own clothes and, you know, buying my own food, wow, this is different, you know. And, um, but, uh, you know, 22 years later, because I've actually been in New York City for 22 years as of this month, I don't regret any uh, decision that I had to, to leave. In fact, I kind of wish I had left earlier, to be honest. But, I mean, it hasn't been a smooth road. Like, you know, the movie, uh, the the film, uh, Live to Tell My Story, we released that on June 15th. Uh, that was actually the anniversary of my father's death. So I wanted to, uh, you know, kind of make what is often a sad day for me uh, a happy one or, you know, something to look forward to. And so June 15th of 2018, as you said, uh, we released the film Live to Tell My Story, which is a a, a, a documentary, a, a biopic um, that we put together because I just had this passion for having uh, something inspiring out there. So it wasn't, the film actually wasn't done for, for vanity purposes. And I'm the farthest thing from a celebrity or a wealthy person by any stretch of the imagination. So it wasn't done for that. It was done because I really aspired to inspire people and so I'm hoping that the film has done that well it definitely inspired me definitely just to hear your story you know it makes it makes what you what you've done it tells people that guess what if I did it you can do it too don't stop right so you know you you, you, you lit a fire under me too so thank you (laughs) Absolutely. So to piggyback off of the fact that, you know, you transitioned out of your mom's into New York and, you know, you had to learn how to do the big man thing, is that, is, you know, writing and being a personality and things of that nature, was that something that you always were aspiring to be or were there other things in between that that you wanted to do prior to your big move? So the writing thing goes back to when I was nine years old. I had uh, wrote uh, a little uh, Halloween poem for the Boston Herald, um, and it got picked along with a, a couple of other poems uh, from kids across the city. I think I was nine years old. I remember it saying, Kerry Singleton, age nine, Boston. I was so excited to see my name in the newspaper. You know, the poem I remember still was called <laughs> Boo and Simon Sue, and it was a poem slash story about a ghost that was terrorizing the hood (laughs) i mean it was what it was and then i remember writing two little short stories called the queen's connection at age 10 i already knew where i wanted to live obviously and they were um like murder mysteries or something there was a sequel and i mean i showed it to my mother and i guess my friends in the apartment building that i lived in they gave me you know the thumbs up but i mean of course what else are they going to say you know what i mean but i submitted it to this famous author i can't remember whether it was walter dean myers i think it was walter dean myers and he actually responded 
um, critiquing the two uh, novels uh, that I had penned at age 10. And he said, you know, something to the effect of, you know, you know, it's great, but it needs work. And I actually took offense to that, but I was 10. And I remember my mother having to say, um, are you crazy? Like, this man wrote you back. Like, that in and of itself is a, a huge hump. But at age 10, all you see is, you know, you need work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but it always inspired me to, to write. That's always been something that I really want to do. Um, my 10th grade sophomore high school teacher, Ms. Gonfa, uh, who actually I sent her a copy of my book. She received it today. She said she loved it. The second book, uh, which is called Idol. Um, she really ins- continued the inspiration that I had for writing. But it was something that I guess was bubbling under the surface. I came to New York. You know, um, I had worked for Arista Records. I promoted Tony Braxton's first album, TLC's first album, Usher's first album, Monica's first album, Biggie and Craig's first album. A lot of the firsts that came um, from LaFace Records, Bad Boy Records, and Rowdy Records in, in the mid-'90s. So I came to New York, um, you know, to work for the record labels. My dream job was to be a promotions executive for some record label. So it wasn't the writing that brought me to New York. It was... Uh, pretty much, you know, the desire to want to have my own office in some very tall building where I had a key to get on the elevator, <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> and a nice view mm-hmm. of the city, and that's what I wanted. It was something very simple. Um, the on-air personality thing came very much later. I mean, that's only five years, six years old as as of now at any rate. Uh, I never, ever wanted to be an on-air personality. I salute you two ladies um, for having the show, it's, it's a great show. Oh, by the way, the theme song, yay! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yay on the theme song. That was a yay on the theme song. Um, I didn't want <laughs> to do you. this radio thing. I just didn't. It, it, there's a whole story that goes along with that. Um, but it was pretty accidental. Um, but you know, I believe that things happen for a reason. I know that's a, a pretty uh, redundant cliche. But it's true. You are where you are because you're supposed to be there, and I definitely um, am a firm believer of that. Absolutely. Awesome. Cherise? Okay. Um, Let's see. Can you tell the listeners about your books that you have written and the play that came out of one of your books? Oh, okay. So my first book uh, was published in 2013, is called The Wanderer's Game. And actually, when it came out, if you had asked me the same question, I would have been cringing. Because whenever anybody would ask me what my first book was about, I would say, oh, well, the synopsis is on the back of the book. <laughs> I was horrible about that. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'd go to book signings and, yeah, the, just read the back. I'd actually turn the book over. You know, and I have, remember once uh, a potential mm-hmm. customer said, no, I want you to tell me what the book's about. And I was like, ooh. And the reason that I was so <laughs> reserved about, seriously, the reason I was so reserved uh, or apprehensive about talking about the synopsis is because The Wanderer's Game is a very <sighs> risque book. It's about a kid from South Jersey who moves to New York to pursue his uh, larger-than-life dreams of being this you know, Oscar-winning actor. And, um, you know, he ends up falling into the world of male prostitution. And when I say male prostitution, I mean he's selling himself to men. So the way that I wrote the book 
was that the lead character, his name is Reggie Watson, he's not gay per se. Oh, that rhymed. <laughs> um, I'm a clown, I'm sorry. He's a heterosexual that has a girlfriend. He's not turned on by men. In fact, he actually loathes the uh, idea of having sexual interactions with men. But he does it because it pays. And then he has a roommate slash best friend who does the same thing, who also has a girlfriend, who also does it on the low or whatever. So some people said, no, he's gay for pay. And I'm like, well, you know, it's it's, it's left up to interpretation. But at, at any rate, it tells the story of, of two young guys living in the city. You know, one's an aspiring poet. The lead character is an, uh, an aspiring uh, actor. And the trials and tribulations and the ups and downs, <laughs> no pun intended, <laughs> that, you know, they go through in order to pay their bills. And um, it is not an autobiography. I cannot tell you how many times people have said, well, you're from Boston and you moved to New York and you wanted to be in the music because are you sure that? And I'm like, shut up, no. It's it's fictitious, for God's sake. <laughs> Give me a break. <clears throat> but, um, um, yeah, so in 2015, um, Alfe Alexander, who's a multi-talented uh, playwright, actress, model, um, she tapped me on the shoulder at a book signing party that I was having, and uh, she and I have become good friends. She's really, really sweet, um, and she said, "I'm not sure if he'd be interested." She's very soft-spoken um, to be from Texas, and she said, um, "Would you be interested in, you know, allowing me to?" you know, make a play based on your book. And I could have done a cartwheel. You know, I was like, hell yeah. Let's, when do we, <laughs> you know. Um, so she basically wrote this, the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the play. Um, I had no interference at all. That was part of the deal. I didn't want to have any interference. She, In fact, she only allowed me to come to the damn rehearsals twice. She said that she felt that I would intimidate the actors if they knew that the person who wrote the book was there. So, um, but they did a great job in October of 2015. Um, the Wanderers Game stage play debuted on, on Broadway, not off. Not that there's anything wrong with being off Broadway, but damn it, we were on Broadway. And it was great. It was sold out. And to have my mother there and my family and friends and, you know, so many great people came out to watch the play. And it was it was something to watch because she kept the play very close to the novel. Like, they're almost parallel. Um, wow. To watch your book come alive, the actors, it's, it was surreal. It was it was great. Thankfully, it's on YouTube, so I can watch it forever. Awesome. Now, that is the best way. Is now, why, Sharif? I said, I'm glad. Not everybody can get a chance to watch it, because it is yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Right. And it's hilarious. Absolutely. It's actually... It's much funnier than I would say. Um, I don't know that the book is actually funny, but the play was funny. I, I don't want to give anything away, but it's hilarious. Great actors, great actresses, very dramatic scenes. Actually, at the end, my mother cried, and I was and I Aww. remember thinking in the audience. I remember thinking, um, yeah, I don't understand what the tears are about, lady, because you read this book, you knew where it was going. <laughs> Jokingly, I said that to. But she's like, oh, the actresses would, the actors were just so good, and you know, obviously it's, it's a different uh, component um, right. when it's live, yeah. <laughs> but 
That was cool. It was a great experience I mean, to watch that. I was going to say, like, come on. Let, let her have a moment. Let her have, let no, her I, I, have I, a moment. Mother, my mother and I are best friends. She's an Aries. I mean, she's a Leo and I'm an Aries. We, she has a lot of moments. She's fine. <laughs> so you know what's friend. so funny? You know what's so funny, Carrie? My son mm-hmm. is a Leo and I'm an Aries. See? And and I bet you and all get along just great. We have the best relationship in yes, the world. Exactly. Yes, definitely. So you crack me up because you sound like something my son would say, like, what are you crying for? Because, yeah. you know, I'm proud of you. He's like, oh, my Lord. Yeah, but you already know how the story ends, lady. I didn't say it like that. But. I know, right, 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 exactly. This is exactly what he says. When you knew what was going to happen, I was graduating today. What you crying for? <laughs> you know? Aww. Great mom. So absolutely. That's what you are. Great right. Mom. Right, yeah. right. You know, you the tears, the tears of love, the the energy you put into your child, you know, it's all coming back. So anyway, um what are you what are you doing now? You know, fast forward to now. Like what are you doing now? Do you have any projects that you're working on? I am sitting in my apartment drinking bottled water and thinking about Sharice's chicken. Damn, Sharice. I don't even eat more now. I'm like, that what? He's going. He's going to make me want this chicken now. I am so upset. It was about that this. good. Don't 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 downplay the chicken. Let me tell you something. Not playing her skills at all. I just Charisse, I don't eat meat. No, no, she's downplaying her own chicken. She's. I just heard her say oh. it wasn't that. Yeah, come on, what? I I remember coming back. She Sharice was a guest on on my radio show. And um, mm-hmm. I remember coming back, you know, I, I had very little time to actually taste the chicken. and uh, there, I mean, it wasn't just chicken. It was all the food. But I love fried chicken. I'm a black man, okay? I love fried chicken. <laughs> so, you know, we come back from the break, uh, from a music break, and I'm still, you know, licking my fingers and, and, the, and the, the webcam, the Ustream is in my face, and I got chicken in my mouth, and I'm trying to talk, and I just wanted to be like, look, just, can we go to another music break? Because this is, you know, Sharice, you remember that. I yes. had food in my mouth. And we came back with a break. Make sure you guys uh, check out Sharice's uh, cookbooks. Uh, she graciously gave me a couple of her cookbooks, none of which I have used because I can't cook chicken. But, yeah, she's a great cook, and she also has a great personality. So, you know. Absolutely. Thank she's you awesome. For, uh, yeah. Thank you. She's awesome. So you mean? So what am I doing other than thinking do. about? Uh, or what am I doing other than salivating over the thought of eating a chicken? Um, so <laughs> yeah, it's all about the chicken. <laughs> I know. Um, like, so the film, thankfully, the Cedar Awards are coming up in September. I submitted uh, the Live to Tell My Story documentary uh, to the Cedar Award. Um, voting committee a couple of months back and I was you know thinking wow wouldn't it be cool if you know if the film was nominated if we just got a nomination uh, myself uh, when I say we I'm I'm referring to the uh, producer of the documentary uh, Chris Jamaica Williams out of Brooklyn and uh, Raina Robinson I want to shout out uh, from Harlem Um, you know were, were the people that they were two of the individuals that put all of the work in together, and the, you know the the guy that did the music, I forget his name, but um, yeah, great team. Um, for them to like bring the story to a level that I 
ex- you know, it looked exactly the way that I would have wanted to do it if I could have done it myself. You know what I mean? Uh, we traveled to Boston, where I'm from. We traveled to Philadelphia, where I lived per- uh, temporarily, you know, uh, to, to get a lot of footage. There was a lot of footage collected. And, uh, you know, it was, I, I was thinking to myself, if we could just get nominated, you know, that would be really, really cool. And so after biting my nails... I probably would have bit the ones on my toes if I could reach them. Um, the CETA Awards president actually sent me an email, and she said that we've decided to honor your film with the uh, Our Choice Award. So I'm thinking I just want to get the nomination. I just want to, you know, if we win, that would be even cooler, but I just want to kind of be able to sit in the front row and, and, and wait for that moment where the, where the envelope is open. But no, we're actually getting a, an Our Choice Award, which uh, for Best Documentary for 2018. And so the CETA Awards Committee got together and decided that you know a separate award should be given to uh, the uh, the Live to Tell My Story documentary. And I have to say, like that's really really touching. Uh, I invited everybody to come out and their mother. Um, it's on September 29th. If you guys are uh, in the area and you want to come out, appreciate it. If you want to come out, gold carpet and all mm-hmm. that great stuff. But it's it's, it's important to, to me because well I'm gonna send you I'm definitely gonna send you uh, I know Sharice has sent you the link um, to get some tickets um, but it's important mm-hmm. be, because I'm, I I won a humanitarian award back in in June and that was like really surreal for me I mean the damn trophy's half my height and um, I mean to have a trophy <laughs> like that that states that. We're saluting you, Mr. Singleton, here in Harlem um, for doing stuff for other people. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's a different right. kind of accolade. Achievement. You know, it's not about, right, exactly. Yeah, it's not about all the things that I've done and accomplished. It's about the fact that these people felt like I deserved an award. And I was up there with, you know, police officers and other, you know, really, really uh, upstanding community persons, you know, to to be standing next to these people who who risk their lives every day uh to 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 save the lives of 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 our citizens it, i i don't know that i had any words that could describe how i felt about that but this award is a little deeper for me because the way that i'm taking it is you guys are kind of just validating the experiences that i went through because the film is not um it's not a movie about you know a, a character or something like that. It's my story. So for me, get for for the film to get an award, I'm taking it personally. Like wow, the, the, basically what you're saying is that it all made sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm excited about that. I love it. Yeah. I'm excited for you. I really am. Thank I you. mean, imagine. And I will definitely be there. Thank you. Are you bringing okay, some chicken? Golden fried chicken on the gold carpet. You damn skippy. You know they have gold like gold dipped wings made with real gold. So, you know, sure. Yeah, that's just they have a recipe for that. It's it's I'm all it's a little gross. That. I don't want yeah. that. But it's trying, I'm just trying to make it all go together, you know? really what's up and I'm really excited for you in your journey because again Thank as Sharice stated this is my first time 
you know, get in to hear your story and things of that nature, and it makes it makes me more interested. So I'm sure all our listeners that's on the phone actually absorbing all of this awesomeness right now. I'm sure they're just like sitting back, like, wow, yay, yeah, you know. So I'm I'm really excited that Sharice actually brought you on as her first guest because now I'm in tune with someone as, you know, dedicated, um, devoted, open, funny, because you hear me cracking up every time you say something. <laughs> I love somebody that has, like, little sense of humor, and maybe it's, Thank like, you. second nature to you, but I crack up for, the like, the oddest things. I'm the oddball out of people people know because, you know, I just I just love, like, someone that can articulate well and then have a sense of humor. And not only, like you said, is it, it's not just about you at this point in life. It's about like being able to do other things for other people because what exactly. what's the life that is all about you? Right. Yeah, that's, that's my no passion. Life at all. <laughs> that's my that's yeah. my passion is the the like I said, you know, not to be redundant, but that's exactly what I was going for when I you know uh, put the film together. I wanted to. I really, really am trying to um, break into the whole um, community of of those here in New York that speak at prisons and jails and stuff like that. I want to be able to go to Rikers Island and, 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 and you know, talk to people and let them know, hey, your journey's not over. You know, just because you're mm-hmm. behind bars right now doesn't mean that you're always going to be. You know, most people that go to jail do not stay there for life. That's not the reality of, statistically well, speaking, everyone. most people, yeah, statistically mm-hmm. speaking, most people that go to jail are coming home. So, you know, once you come home, uh, from prison or from jail, you know, what 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 is it that you're going to do? What changes are you going to make to better your own life and life of those around you and in your community at large? And I really want to be a part of that. I reached out to uh, an organization called Friends of the Island, um, and they actually go out and speak to people on Rikers Island. I've had such a difficult time. Um, they said that they liked my presentation and this, that, and the third, but returning phone calls seems to not be their forte. So um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about reaching out to the Osborne Society as well, which is another uh, organization in New York City, which that organization is, is, is uh, targets people that have been released from prison, so post-release as opposed to Friends of the Island, which is, you know, uh, trying to target individuals as they're going into the system. But that's that's a very important thing for me because there's such a huge population of people that are incarcerated in this country. I dare say one of mm-hmm. I think the United States has like if not the largest, definitely one of the top 5 um largest percentages of individuals that are incarcerated. And that's a whole mm-hmm. population of people that could be voting, that could be, you know, uh enriching our community, you know, just because you go to jail doesn't mean you're an idiot. I learned that the hard way. And, you know, people, there are brilliant people behind bars, you know, and a lot of times a person that commits a crime, it's not because they're a bad person, it's because they made a bad choice. And if they, I believe that if people are given opportunities to make better choices, they will make them. So I'm hoping to try to be instrumental in assisting people in making better choices for themselves and their family. Awesome. I love it. Cherie? Exactly. Um, I know that this award that's coming up for you is not the only one that you have received since you started in this business. Can you, you know, give a little heads up of all the awards that you've seen that that you've received 
and also some of the um, the work that you've done for different organizations? Oh, um, humbly speaking, because that's one thing about me. I'm not a bragger or a touter or anything. I don't. I don't think that's. You know, I think that's very different for me and a lot of people in this game. And I, you two both know that. Like, this is an ego-driven industry. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so I think, uh, you know, I, I won twice uh, the Lady Flavor Radio Award up in Hartford, Connecticut. I was awarded uh, Best Author one year and Best Male Author another year. And I've actually been nominated again this year's um, the ceremonies up the ceremonies sometime in November, so I'm looking forward to uh that. Um and radio host of the year. That was a big one for me. I got that actually one of four awards that I received the day that the play came out in two thousand and fifteen. I actually had to go to an award ceremony and then from there we had to take the F train <laughs> to the play. So and we were almost late. But um, I had the awards in my hand, me and my mom and my cousins that came from Washington and Boston. You know, we were on the subway and, you know, rushing to get uh, to to the play. And, yeah, I had won uh, Radio Host of the Year and then the Public Advocate Award uh, from um, Public Advocate, New York City Public Advocate Letitia James, who I love. Um, If you're listening and you live in New York City, get out there and vote, people. Thursday, vote. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. whoever you vote for, just vote for somebody. But just get out there and exercise your right to vote, because as you got, as everybody knows, and I won't, you know, delve into this. You know, we're we're at, we're an interesting time politically speaking in our country, and we all know what happens when people don't vote. Uh-huh. We get trumped <laughs> out. <laughs> Amen. Anyway, um, but Letitia James, um, to to receive an award from Letitia James. Uh, was 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 overwhelming for me. Um, this woman, uh, she wasn't present, unfortunately. I didn't get to meet her, but she has, you know, done so much, you know, for for the community and for the city, and and speaks out against police brutality, which is something else that I'm I don't have any tolerance for at all. Um, so that was cool to get an award with her signature on it. Um, other than that. Um, Another award that I received that meant a lot to me Was from D. Moschelle Fashions Magazine And D. Moschelle Fashions Magazine Is a New York based uh, magazine That's devoted towards fashion uh, Design for women Who have um, Survived breast cancer And so those women Who have um, had Alterations to their breasts or whatever um, D. Moschelle Actually designs Gowns and um, for women who've had that procedure done, and the magazine is kind of kind of an offshoot, and so they presented me with an award for um, my um, contribution to breast cancer uh, awareness, and that meant a lot to me because cancer is, whew, I cannot tell you how uh, that disease has affected so many people that I love, uh, and I dare say that how many of us can actually say we don't know anybody who has suffered from or is suffering from or has passed away from that disease. So that's definitely, uh, that was definitely very uh, important to me. Um, But I guess the biggest 
reward, not award, is just knowing that I'm in a position with all the things that I'm working on, the books. Um, I'm also the senior vice president of Intrigue Magazine with the radio show, uh, managing singer Julia Robertson, who is also a breast cancer survivor. So all of the things that I'm working on with the film and everything, that I'm able to inspire other people to just, as Nike would say, just do it. Like, seriously, like, this is, people's passions are so important to me. Like, I don't play with people's dreams. You know, if a person wants to do something, whether it be, you know, be a chef, be a, 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 a on-air personality, a, a model, a singer, a dancer, whatever, I always encourage people to go for it because as artists, and you know this, we have that passion in us that burns, and it's like you could work it on Wall Street or you could work it Walmart, but you still mm-hmm. have that fire in you that has to be fed. It's mm-hmm. it's really something that I salute, and that's really where I'm at right now is you know trying to find platforms where I can actively encourage people to go for their dreams. To 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 you know you only live once. You only get once been on this planet, and then that's it. So while you're here, you know, and you have all these great ideas and dreams, put them, every every great started off as an idea. Every great thing, song, movie, play, was an idea in somebody's mind before it became great. And so I just want to inspire other people to be great. Beautiful and well said. Thank you. I mean, what more can you say than that? I want Nothing. some chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should just end this end this early, Cherie, so you can start getting this chicken together. Seriously. I'm I'm just really all joking aside, which rarely is that the case with me. Um, I'm just really, like, honored to be on you guys' show. Like, I love everything about what you guys are doing, um, In Tuned. Even the, the name of your show is so hot, In Tuned. Thank you. Like, and and all that. Like, you, you, you ladies, black girls rock. We already know that. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. Um, we do. But Miss P and Sharice, you, you, you two definitely rock. I love your energy, and I'm honored to be... Um, you know, on the show. Sharice's first guest. <laughs> and Sharice's first guest, yes. That that means a lot to me because, uh, you know, this game is, again, it's all about turning a dream into a reality, and I'm very happy that both of you are are doing a damn thing. So all joking aside, Absolutely. I want to salute, I want to definitely salute the two of you um, for everything Thank that you. you're doing and everything that you're going to do and all the awards and great things that you're going to um Receive and blessings that you're going to receive. So, just wanted to throw that in Absolutely. there. You know. Yeah. Thank well, you. And thank you. Yes. Because exactly. actually, Carrie, you gave me the confidence to do this. <laughs> oh. Thank I you. love this life. Oh, yes. This, this is what it's all about. People together making great things happen. That's really mm-hmm. what it all, you know, that, that's what it's all, all about. I, I honestly mm-hmm. believe that that's why we're here. I think, you know, that everybody, you know, definitely at, at 
at least at one point in their life, certainly more most people more than just once, wonder why am I here? What is my purpose? Like what is really my purpose? Aside from being a mom or being a dad or being a teacher or being a, a firefighter or whatever, what is my purpose? Like what is my spiritual purpose? You know, uh, for, for for being here, and I've asked myself that question probably every damn day. You know, but mm-hmm. um, I think that our purpose as individuals is to not be individuals. Our purpose on this planet is to touch the lives directly or indirectly uh, of as many other people as possible to enrich their lives or not. I mean, think Mm -hmm. about it. Think about all of the people that you've met and you've said to yourself, and you know where I'm going with this, ladies. Why the hell did that person have to come into my life? Now, how many times have you asked yourself that question? A thousand million. Not every time I meet somebody new. Thank you. (laughs) But you know what it is, though? It's, it's, It's that person came into your life to teach you something or to show you what you didn't want. Uh, whether it be a career move or whether it be a personal relationship, that that person came into your life so that you could say, ooh, that's what I don't want. You know, that person came into your life so maybe that you could look in the mirror and say, you know what, I need to change something about me. You know, if if, if, okay. if you're really in tuned, like the name of your show, with the vibrations that go on on this planet, you'll get that every single person that comes into your life, whether it's five minutes or five years, whether it's awesome or horrible, all of it is designed to make you and others enjoy or flourish on this planet. Even when we lose people, why the hell did my father have to be murdered in 1996, I was 24 years old the day before Father's Day. I've asked myself that question a whole bunch of times. And, I mean, mm-hmm. I've come up with answers, but, of course, there are answers that I will never have. Um, one of the things that happened shortly after my father was murdered was me relocating to New York City. And although, you know, a lot of things happened to me while I was living in Boston uh, that wanted, made me want to leave. Just I didn't really like a lot of. I didn't like most things about my hometown. To be honest, the politics, the people, the energy, the the, the racism, the the black on black crab in the barrel mentality. You name it. But one of the mm-hmm. things that pushed me out was when my father was murdered. I was like, all right, you know what, Boston, you got that. Enough is enough. I can't stay here. And I'm not sure that. I would have moved when I did if he had or not have passed. Not that I wanted him to, not that there was a benefit in that. I don't want to, you know, relay that message. Obviously, I wish my father was still here. You know, we were very close. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, I don't know that I would have left in 96. I know how I know I would have left eventually. That's, that's a fact. But, but uh, you know, would my feelings towards victims of homicide been so intense? Would I have, you know, rallied against gang violence and street violence and this type of thing? And would I have such a uh, 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 no-nonsense attitude towards the relationship between black fathers and black sons? Because for me, I don't 
subscribe to that whole, oh, I never knew my dad, I hate him. You know, thankfully I didn't have that going on in my life, but I really don't let other people even say that to me about themselves. I have to ask them, you know, what is it about your father that you do or do not like? Or, you know, if you don't know him, you might want to know him because more than likely that person uh, has a personality trait or several that reflect your own. You understand what I'm saying? So, I mean, I know Mm -hmm. I'm being long-winded, but, I mean, I just really feel like it's very important that we as people recognize the fact that, you know, white, black, gay, straight, Republican, Democratic, whatever your affiliation is, whatever your thing is, that you're here, Mm -hmm. not just to be happy and have a fulfilling life, but to enrich the lives of others, too. So that's absolutely my Obama-like speech for the day. <laughs> I love it. I enjoy hearing every word of it. I mean, I really am. You know, you have a new supporter. I'm in your oh, corner. You. Hopefully we can do some more things together because our stories Absolutely. are so similar in terms of our support for the community and empowering our community, hence the name of the Intune show, getting people in tunes with the world around them, the people around them with themselves. So I'm definitely looking forward to, um, you know, not just talking to you once, but, you know, po- you know, possibly, do, you know, talking and doing some more things in the future together. Um, definitely. We just, I just looked on, um, you know, for the tickets and they're sold out. So Again? I'm not well, I have be- tickets. So if you <laughs> want to go. Yes, uh, Sharice, I don't know if you ordered go. your tickets already, did you? I don't know. No, I missed it. Okay, and well, I, I have to. some, so just let me know. Okay. If you guys want to go, I have some, some tickets, because they were, they were sold out before, uh, and then, you know, because of the demand for this particular event. It's free. It's being sponsored by one of the politicians out in southeastern Queens, so... You know, it's free. You just have to get your tickets online because, you know, seating is an issue. So, you know, if you guys really want to go, just let me know. And, and I reserved a couple of seats for the yeah. in case of this eventuality. But I wanted to do something. I don't know, like, how we are on time. But um, yes, and I know this ahead. is kind of weird. But I wanted to know what inspired you to to um, have an awesome show called Intuned um, that talks about the issues that reflect our community. I just wanted to hear well, that. I'm sorry for flipping yeah, sure, the of course. microphone. But. <laughs> That's an awesome question. No one has ever asked me that. But the reason why I got into the show was because, again, you know, like yourself, coming from, you know, certain elements that I was surrounded by in my life, mm-hmm. I felt, like, compelled, you know, to speak out, in a sense, instead of take my energy and put it on things that really would have cost me more than I was willing to give up, I decided to just put that energy into being positive because it doesn't hurt to be positive even though people try to hurt you and take that away from you. The more and more I started to, you know, meet people and, 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 and hear their stories and realize that there are people that are hurt and there are people that are like me. There are people who are looking for um, connections. There are people that don't have health care. There are people that, you know, don't have the right 
people around them to inspire them. I decided to put together the platform because I wanted to be able to bring on practitioners. I wanted to be able to bring on authors and 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 doctors and you know anything that just I could just throw onto the show to give the listeners a broader perspective of how we can come together and it doesn't matter where you come from. Some people right. have that blockage because they feel like, oh, I don't want to talk to this person or this person would never talk to me. Have you ever tried to talk to that person? So right. mm-hmm. to this day, I've done 700 interviews. Right. You know, I've done celebrity interviews. I've done right carpets. I've done charitable events. I've done, um, you know, I worked with my lot Compton Rock, Chris Rock, Rock's ex-wife. I worked with Justine Simmons, and I was doing people from the Batted Women's Shelters care for free every week, and every time they bring me a check, then I would do their hair. Wow. You know, just to, because, you know, as a woman, Cherise, you know, like when you get your hair done, it doesn't matter what you have on. If a man get his hair cut, it doesn't matter what he have on. You instantly feel clean. You Thank feel you. like you look exactly. good. You know, right. so it restores your, your, you know, your life. You know, so many women have been abused and, so many men have been abused, and it's just like the little simple things that it takes for if it's, you know, me being able to do this platform and open up a door for other people to connect with other people, then my job is done. And I never ask anyone for anything. If people, I had at one time like 15 shows running on this one show at one time because people just wanted to be on a show, and I never right. gave them no slack about it. If they wanted the experience, to be a host and host their own show, I gave them the platform to do so. So I'm wow. just like you. I'm a person that believe in bringing people together for that higher purpose. You know, whether or not people went on outside of this show and became bigger things and never said, hey, P, come on the show and let's talk about your products or let's talk about this and that. It don't matter to me. You know, it doesn't because I'm blessed already for just being able to be that centerpiece to, you know, help propel people to that next level. So that's and my. I'm going to ask you the same question. How did what, what? That was remarkable. That's why I love this business <laughs> because you're able to just meet great people with great ideas and great stories and great uh-huh. testimonies. And Sharice, what what um. Here I am flipping the damn tables again, right? <laughs> I just want to quickly, uh, I want to hear, like, you know, what inspires you to, you know, start um, uh, co-hosting on um, on this program. Uh, you know, again, it was you. Um, you know, be, me being on your show and just feeling like, you know, I was part of the family. Yes. You know, um, that that ease of feeling. Like I said, I, I'm a very I'm an introvert. But um when it the, the, the stuff hits the fan for certain people, it's my phone that's always blowing up. Right. You know, I need advice, I need this, I need whatever. Also, you know, um me as an author, yes, I had several books out, but it wasn't going anywhere. You know, right. and it was because I wasn't able to sit down and talk to people. I didn't know how to talk to people. Everything that I've ever done in my life has always been in the shadows. Like, people don't know Thanksgiving and Christmas, I pick a homeless shelter and I donate the whole meal mm-hmm. for that. People don't know that. I don't want, you know, I don't want to be thrown in the spotlight for that. I do that because it's from my heart, you know. Right. I'm a Queens girl. I grew mm-hmm. up in Queens. 
yes, you know, I was fortunate. I had a mother that, you know, um, skyrocketed in her career, and we were able to move out of Queens and move to Long Island. But I'll never forget where I came from, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll never forget, you know, my community and whatever. Um, me hooking up with you, in a sense, too, was to put myself out there, say, you know, listen, Carrie, these are the things that I want to do, too. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what you're doing is what I want to do. I want my book to turn into a play. You know, right. how do you do it? You know, and you being such a genuine person, I know I would never get the wrong advice from you. Oh, thank you. You know, and, well, Miss P, I, the reason why I chose her show is because her and my wife go back years of friendship. Oh, okay. And I'm in the family. very leery. Yeah. I'm very leery about people, you know, and especially with my wife and our history with people. I'm mm-hmm. very leery. So when she right. said that, you know, listen, that's the one that you need to, you know, really, really stay around. She's good people. I said, you know what? I'm going to stay there. And it's all true. Oh, you know, you need, you. you need that positivity around you to tell you, listen, you can do this. You know, it, it, it doesn't matter what you want to do. You can do this. And they'll never laugh at you. And that's you too. Yes, wow. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And by the way, congratulations on your nuptials. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Maybe one <laughs> day I'll get married. We just celebrated three years. <laughs> wow. Aww. Oh, your anniversary. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Exactly. Maybe I love one it. day. Not I for me. It. I don't know. I got married twice, but it was so that two women could get their green cards. That's not <laughs> a real marriage. See, that's the heart. That's Carrie's heart right there. That's true positive it was also, right there. Let, you know what, ladies? Let's keep it official here. It was my heart. Yes. It was also my wallet. So yes, yeah, absolutely. TMI, right? <laughs> Preach on. One hey, thing I one thing Miss Miss P. One thing Sharice would tell you is I keep it real. Hundred. And I love that because so do yeah. I. And I can say that I absolutely agree to that because that's why I got married when I was nineteen. For the money, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right. for the green card, for the money, yeah. for the green. I hope ISIS ain't green and green. Whatever. No, I hope. <laughs> hey, that, oh, well, look, no. one, of those, one of those weddings put me through school, and on the other one, I had a great time in Disney World and swimming with dolphins in Florida on vacation. So, God yeah. bless America. Right. It benefited. <laughs> it benefited at the time. Absolutely. So, listen. Carrie, tell everybody where they can find you to stay in tune because I'm being asked that because people are saying, oh, God, we, we, where can we follow them? So let everybody know where they can find you to stay in tune with your awesome, awesome journey. Well, I live in Staten Island, but I don't want anybody coming over to visit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually, I'm not. I have OCD and I don't like company. So stay on that side of the harbor. Um, mm-hmm. So the Kerry's Corner Radio Show uh, airs um, Monday through Friday um, on different networks. We're syndicated on five different networks um, in New York, in Philadelphia, in uh, Miami, 
in Los Angeles and in London. We are also now on iHeartRadio, which is really, really cool. I'm excited about that um, new uh, part of the journey. And we're also, uh, the, sh- the, the show actually airs live every Monday um, at the um, Stewart Cinema and Cafe out in Brooklyn, which is a really cool place. Um, Emmeline Stewart, shout out to her. Uh, first Latina to open up her own movie theater. It's beautiful. It's uh, in the Greenpoint section of Brooklyn in New York City. And uh, 79 West Street, I have to plug that. Um, every Monday, mm-hmm. go in the cafe and drink your ca- coffee or your tea. or I think they usually have wine going on over there. And uh, all these nutritious snacks, no fried chicken. But the food is still good. And you can uh, <laughs> catch a movie and you can watch the Carrie's Corner Radio Show. Um, Mondays from 8 to 10 over there um, So on social media uh, Twitter's Carrie's Corner That's with a K So K-E-R-I-S-K-O-R-N-E-R um, Our Instagram is Carrie's Corner Radio Show Again, uh, there's no C It's K-E-R-I-S And K-O-R-N-E-R And uh, feel free to hit me up on Facebook there's, they got this weird thing going on with people Say that they can't save, uh, send me friend requests. I don't know what the hell that's all about, but um, Carrie. Because you got so many followers. No, I'm not there yet. I only have like, no, I'm not there. That's not mm-hmm. it. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Maybe the man upstairs is protecting me from buffoonery. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, please follow me on 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 any social media platforms that you can follow me on. And then there's of course my website. Uh, com. I guess that makes it real simple, right? Right, absolutely You yeah. head to that website And then everything yeah. is right on that website For you guys to plug in For whatever social yep. media you may have Carrie, I just want to say I am so blessed tonight And I really enjoy Getting to know you And I look forward to getting to know more about you Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much I hope you will uh, I did send you an email because um, I think you guys, um, I mean, I have tickets, but I was thinking, wait a minute, you're press and media. You don't need tickets. You're press and media. I, I know. I was going to look for the media part of it to see if we could get yeah, media. Like you're <laughs> in tune. You don't need to be on anybody's list. So I sent you an email. Uh, but for those of you that uh, can't make it out on September 29th, um, well, you know, it, social media will take pictures and Great things like that, I guess. But I'm really looking forward to it. I can't wait um, Yay, to, to see everybody, you know, and network. Lots of great actors and great filmmakers and producers are going to be in the building. And uh, that's another thing. I just want to throw this out there that it's important. Sure. You know, network. New York is a great networking city. It's the best networking city in the world. Um, you know, yeah. people don't judge you based on your level of success, generally speaking, like they do in other cities. You know, it's not clickish like it is in other cities. Basically, you know, if you're doing your thing, you know, people will open uh, their doors. Uh, you get out there and, and, and network. It's Fashion Week. Go to those fashion shows and, and exchange business cards. Even if you're like me and you're not a fan of fashion shows, just go and network and meet people. You'll meet great people like uh, Miss P and, and Sharice. Yay, and like Kelly. <laughs> you never know. Exactly. Um, and like Carrie, just Thank make you. sure you have and chicken like, on deck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Just make sure you have chicken. It better be slamming. That's all I'm Fried. saying. Fried. Fried chicken. Oh, you are. You're a Fried. vegetarian. No, sorry. You're a vegan. 
Like, right. You can't eat Yeah, chicken. I don't eat beef or pork, <laughs> but I eat some chicken and fish. And uh, the, <laughs> even though I got the diabetes thing going on, to fry the chicken. Yeah, fry it. I think oh I'm going to KFC as soon as I get off this call. I know. I, I'm going to be dreaming about checking. I'm telling yeah. you. It's not even a game. But thank you so much, Kerry, again. You have an awesome evening. And thank I look for forward to meeting me. you on that carpet, that gold carpet with some chicken. Yep, Should we bring carpet. enough chicken? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> have a good night, Kerry. Thank you so much. Thank for you, ladies. And uh, again, thank, thank you, you so Kelly. much for uh, having me on your show. In Tune Rocks. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Anytime. Have a good night. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Yay. I loved him. Isn't he a great guy? He really is. Oh, my and goodness. And the closeness he that he has with his mother is just so beautiful. So, And I'm telling you, he's a good-looking guy, too. So, And I don't judge guys, but he's really good-looking. <laughs> <laughs> ladies, are you listening? Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, ladies. <laughs> he's good-looking. I've got to snatch him up. Especially if you need a green right? card, you better snatch him up. <laughs> but you better make sure you know how to fried chicken and you have money for Disney World. That's all I'm saying. So, Sharice, tell everybody where they can find you to stay in tune. Okay, well, you can reach me on Facebook at um, Sharice Jeff Terry Cox. And you can also reach me on Twitter at author underscore Kateri. I'm sorry, wifey underscore Kateri. On Instagram is author underscore Kateri. Or you can email me at Kateri11575 at Gmail. Absolutely. And you can just drop it in, in Google and you'll find me and Sharice and our other awesome hosts that we have coming on. So just stay in tune because we have some great things coming up for you guys for the fall month. Sharice, thank you so much once again for this awesome interview. You have an awesome night. And until our next show, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Good night. I'm in town, 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 about to take it to the moon, let's go.